0: Welcome to ChipChat Network Insights, conversations exploring network transformation through interviews with industry experts. Hello, I'm Renu Navle, guest host for ChipChat Network Insights. As our guest today, we have Shamal Kumar from Lavale Networks. Shamal, welcome to ChipChat. I think this is your first time as our guest.
1: Yes, Renu, that's right. This is our first time on your show, yeah.
0: Welcome again. Shamal, why don't we start by having you introduce yourself and also giving us some background about Lavalay Networks and your role in Lavalay Networks.
1: Sure. We started our company about uh, five years back, uh, 2015 is when we got started. And me and my co-founder, Karthik Madhava, we were both looking at the enterprise networking space and we just felt that uh, networking software, especially SDN, software-defined networking, was kind of reaching a point of inflection, and we just felt that there is going to be space for an exciting new platform that we're building now. So I am the founder CEO. So apart from running the company, I look very closely at product and technology, especially uh, leading our roadmap and innovation. And we've done uh, quite a lot of great stuff along with uh, the teams at Intel, both in Bangalore and outside. We've uh, mostly focused on enterprise customers, largely banking, financial, insurance, uh, e-commerce. So our product uh, has been quite well accepted. And I think uh, working on the Intel platform has given us uh, a lot of advantages and flexibilities to build great software. So it's been a great uh, five-year journey and uh, working pretty closely with, with the Intel platforms all the way from the 2015 chipsets to now.
0: So, Shamil, I know the enterprise networking space has been rapidly evolving, especially with SD-WAN technology. Can you give the listeners some background on how SD-WAN technology is changing this whole space for the enterprises?
1: Sure. Uh, I, I think uh, you know the the big thing, uh, Reno is that networking was always the uh, fixed function hardware appliance space till now, you built a router, you built a firewall, you built a load balancer. You built these fixed function special devices for a function on the network and then you place them on the network. You know, you you place a, a router from Cisco, a load balancer from F five, and you a firewall from a firewall company. This is how the enterprise networking functions. So in a branch office or in the edge, you'd have two or three fixed function devices. And these devices really didn't need to know a lot about the nature of the traffic they were carrying. They just needed to know where the traffic had to go. They just had to route and forward and, and do things like that. But then off late, what uh, and customers have realized is that they really want a lot more application-aware features, which means they want to know this is Office 365 traffic, and I'd like to do this with the traffic. This is my... Uh, YouTube, uh, generic internet traffic from the office, and this is what I'd like to do with it. So this whole need that you need to know what application you're carrying on the network in order to be able to handle it uh, smartly, handle it uh, safely, handle it in an optimum manner means that enterprises have started to say, let me not put fixed function hardware devices, but let me get software for all of those functions and put them on... Um, compute platform, like an Intel platform, and uh, thanks to the increased processing power of the Intel platform, especially for networking, what has happened is now we put a device, just one device, at that branch office or the data center, which runs an entire software stack of functions, one of them being the software defined WAN function, which means a branch office or any of the campuses now can use a general purpose Intel processor and use software from a company like Laval, which would perform the three, four, five, six functions you need. And all of these functions are now application aware because the software inspects the traffic, looks deep into the traffic to know that this is a voice of this kind, a video of this kind, and then you can do what the enterprise wants to do. So this has been the big change that uh, they have needed application awareness, and they've needed that multiple functions that are available as software versus discrete hardware function appliances, which makes it a lot simpler for them and a lot faster for them. Uh, I think software-defined WAN has been uh, bang at the center of this transformation, if I were to call it that, in uh, enterprise networking.
0: Now, as you look at this whole software-defined transformation, can you tell us how... Intel technologies, not only our processors, but also some of our other software technologies. How has that helped Lavalier Networks in creating or helping you optimize your SD-WAN products?
1: Sure. Uh, I think there many different things that we use. Uh, the number one thing that we use is uh, additional processor features, both in software and firmware for acceleration. For example, uh, all our enterprises secure their traffic using encryption. Uh, almost everything is encrypted before it leaves an office uh, premise. And we use a lot of the encryption accelerations uh, available on these platforms and we offload them to an encryption coprocessor rather than run it on the main uh, CPU. From a software standpoint, we've been uh, big fans of the uh, Intel DPDK platform. Uh, we've used it in various forms especially on our higher-end appliances where throughputs of more than 1 gigabit are available. I think both the simplicity and the power of the Intel DPDK platform has been extremely useful. We've also, in the last several months, been closely partnering and working on your newer stacks like OpenNess and the Edge software. Here, of course, we are more deployed as a network application on the framework that Intel has. So uh, both the DPDK software and the openness stack are, are two ways where we've interfaced very, very closely with the Intel software ecosystem.
0: Now, the other aspect of sd also is um, kind of the underlying security, which is so critical in today's networking era. Can you tell us how this security is also, again, leveraging some of Intel's technologies?
1: I think security is a very big space, but specific to network security, I think it starts all the way from how do you access the hardware, are you running the right firmware and software on it, are you packaging it in a manner that only the right administrators can access the device, because now it's a general purpose CPU, so if someone were to get into the device, it's not a router that can run only the routing software. Now, here's a general purpose Atom or a Xeon processor. So, you know, the ability to do more is there if you allow an intruder to get in. So it starts all the way from the way we secure our software on the platform from boot up onwards. Uh, so we use several features available on Intel to make sure that the processor is booting the exact code that is it's supposed to that no uh, intrusion has happened in terms of a user logging in when the device is booting up because this is a device which should not have a user. It should just run the networking code. Uh, Some of the other things that we've also used is bomb the memory protection so that we do not have attacks like overflow and things like that. So uh, a lot of the areas that we focus on is that only the right software is running on the device and that when it powers on, uh, there's been no change in, in what we have used. A lot of the other things comes from the fact that we inspect the traffic very, very closely, and we try and make sure that we're running the software in a manner that is very protected. What I mean by that is that every service that we run, whether it's a firewall service, an encryption service, or an application detection service, each one of them is running in a different uh, Linux container which works very well on these Intel processors. And so we're able to limit the CPU utilized by each of these services, uh, the memory utilized by each of these services, and ensure that it gets flagged very quickly. We are running an, uh, an application inspection service, and it's supposed to use only 20% CPU. We, we know if it's violating that constraint and uh, that something's wrong. So by using these parameters that Linux containerization allows us, we've been able to secure many parts of our applications on these devices. So it's a range, really, and uh, we stay in close touch with the newer features that Intel keeps releasing both at the hardware, firmware, and the software level to make sure that we're using um, everything possible because there's really no such thing as enough when it comes to security. Uh, You have to keep reviewing how you build the product and keep making sure that you're not leaving any door open for intrusion.
0: So everything from our instruction set to technologies like our quick assist technology are being used.
1: Yes, I think uh, I'm glad you mentioned quick assist because uh, you know that allows us specifically in the security area because both encryption and inspecting traffic are expensive operations without assistance. And on another process, it would have uh, really slowed the system down. So I think QAT has been a big help, and our engineers always. Uh, you know, they keep looking at what's available in each of the newer processors we get as well. Some of our platforms are three, four years old, but even then we've been able to turn it on and, and use it.
0: Now I'm gonna do a slight pivot, uh, but I want Uh, you to explain to our listeners, what is the role of SD-WAN in edge computing? Is it completely different or are we extending what's available in cloud technologies or cloud computing to the edge? So we'd love to get your views on the role of SD-WAN for edge computing.
1: Sure. You know, I think if you see what we're seeing both with customers and also when we work with your teams or system integrators and partners uh, who put all this together, we see the number one thing is the edge is basically connected both back to users who are closer to the edge and back to the cloud. And a lot of edge computing is really because we want to do a lot of processing or pre-processing before we hit the cloud directly. So the network between the edge and the actual cloud in the back is a key piece. And now the way you connect to the network becomes, I wouldn't say a challenge, but becomes something that everybody has to look at because they wouldn't want each edge computing infrastructure or each edge computing cluster to need another fixed function networking device, which takes care of, oh, here we're connecting back on 4G. So I need a 4G function. Here we're connecting back on 5G. Here we're connecting back on fiber. Or maybe here, this edge compute has four fiber connections over which we want to bond and use all of the bandwidth. So all of these network functions are being absorbed using a uh, software-defined WAN stack. So in an edge compute device, you could just throw in like a level SD-WAN stack, which is probably integrated with something like openness. Now, suddenly, this piece of software makes your edge compute device a powerful network function as well. So you don't really have to worry now about what transport you have, how you want to connect back to the cloud. All of that is possible on this Edge compute device. So providing an SD-WAN function on the Edge computing appliance or Edge computing infrastructure means that the Edge uh, is very, very flexible in terms of the network that it can use. And that makes it very easy uh, uh, for customers. So especially what we've seen is whenever the Edge is being deployed to offload the actual cloud processing It gives a lot of flexibility in how the edge connects back to the cloud. So you can control all of those using software now. All you need is a simple Ethernet interface on the edge compute appliance or edge compute device. And that gives you everything else you need because all of the rest of the network processing is in the SD-WAN software that you are plugging in to your edge compute infrastructure.
0: Got it. Now, Shamil, can you also describe how you are partnering with system integrators? Because one of the exciting aspects of what you just described is the new value-added services that our customers, you know, enterprises as well as operators, could deploy on top of an SD-WAN node or SD-WAN installation or edge computing. So, can you describe how you're working with system integrators to drive those value-added services?
1: I think uh, the best example that comes to my memory is the work WebPro Technologies here in Bangalore. And I think that shows what's possible where Wipro brought video surveillance application. Now, that's just software that's now processing video traffic. Now, instead of sending the entire video feed back to the data center, what they do is very smartly, they pre-process it and they look for physical intrusion on high-value assets. So they look at the video feed, they process it locally, right on the edge compute device, and then when the processing discovers that there's been an intrusion, a specific intrusion API call is sent back to the cloud, which means you don't have to send every video frame. And there, we did work with them where they do the application processing, and then that connects to a software-defined WAN stack that Lavelle provides. And the whole thing is actually running on an openness platform from Intel. So the way we've seen this evolve is you have the Intel hardware, which gives you all of the platform features you need. And then you have the, uh, the Linux-based openness platform. And then on top of that, you run SD-WAN for networking. And now you can run the applications you need to do the edge compute processing. Uh, one of the most common ones being surveillance and video processing, because that tends to be very bandwidth heavy if you do not do pre-processing at the edge. So the applications for this are varied all the way from you could deploy this in a bank ATM machine to say that, you know, there is some suspicious activity going on at the ATM. Uh, You could do smart things like that all the way to just processing the standard video feeds in retail stores. We've seen work done with another system integrator called MindTree, where they process the video feed to see what's the customer interest, so to speak, on purchasing what they're seeing. So all the way from facial uh, recognition analytics to surveillance analytics, these are applications now that can run on the edge compute because the openness plus SD-WAN combination takes away all the networking headache for them. So the work specifically with Wipro was very interesting. We even demonstrated that at Indian Mobile Congress uh, last year. And that shows that you can do a lot of interesting things on the edge where the edge application provider like WebPro and Level with the network uh, stack uh, solution on the Intel platform together could convert that edge computing platform to something of value to customers like banks and financial institutions and even telecom operators.
0: It's wonderful to hear. I'm really excited about that collaboration, Shamal, because I think it really opens up the power of SD-WAN for the edge and all the value-added services that you can deploy on top of it. So, Shamal, before we end this podcast, can you tell our listeners where they can get additional information about Lavaline Networks or your products? Where can they go to get more information and who can they contact?
1: The best place to go is our website. That's uh, networks, one word, com. So if you can go there. There's a product section, there's a solution section, and there's a ton of information there. That would be a good place to start. Otherwise, just uh, sending us an email to connect or contact at So We're also very active on LinkedIn. Our product staff, sales staff, they're all very active on LinkedIn. So it's, it's pretty easy to get in touch with us on LinkedIn as well. So the website, our contact, email aliases, and LinkedIn would be a great place to get in touch with us and uh, look at the case studies and and download our brochures. And uh, that will give them a lot more information about what we've done.
0: Wonderful. And I think Laval Networks is also a member of the Intel Network Builders community. So our listeners could also go to the networkbuilders.intel.com website to uh, get more information about Laval Networks as well. Shamal, it was a great pleasure to have you on our show today. Thank you very much, and we look forward to a very strong and continued partnership between Intel and Lavaline Networks for sd as well as Edge Computing.
1: Yes, and thanks for having us over. I know this was, uh, this was very interesting to talk to you, and we look forward to doing a lot of great work together uh, in this space. Thank you.